This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it finished Wigan 2, Millwall 1. And we got exactly what we deserved yesterday, which was the square root of bugger all. We were woeful, we were poor, we were inept, um, outclassed and outfought by the team bottom of the league. Um, I was joking with the boys, like, I don't really know how to... This is going to be one of most difficult post-match, I think, really. Um, it's very difficult to summarise, and it'd be very easy to sort of come on here and just sit here and F and blind and slate the team and stuff like that. But ultimately, um, what's the point? Um, and it's... I'd like to think that I'm a little bit more measured in my approach in terms of just coming on here and, and berating the players. But what I will do is give sort of... Uh, I sort of 24 hours on because that's where we are now I've slept on it bit of an assessment of 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 where we where we where we went wrong where things have gone wrong and um just sort of my overall view of of, of the state of affairs at the moment so but look, I'll, I'll I'll start with with the game and I think there's a, there was a couple of things going into to yesterday and I was confident you know I, I said in in um which is rare for me by the way I said uh in my sort of um, fought between the, the Joe and Chaps takeover in the week that I felt we were going to win 2-1 um, and I felt that we would get a, an early goal they would come back and then when they were pushing to get the winner we'd go and nick it and actually what happened is the complete opposite you know they got the early goal um, they we then got back into it for a rare moment of quality and then when we were pushing they caught us on the break and um, it was just such a poor performance. There is no dispute in that. Whereas the the differences are against the likes of Huddersfield and Birmingham and Hull, you, you can say we were unlucky. You can because we had 21 shots at goal. At times we actually played some good football and we just got a sort of sucker punch and couldn't break the other team down. Yesterday, we were not unlucky at all. We were woeful. And I don't mind being outclassed, although we shouldn't be being outclassed by the team bottom of the table. But put that aside, what I don't like is being outfought. And I genuinely felt for the first time in ages, we were outfought yesterday. I've said for so for, for all season, our group of players is not that good. We're not that good. And as I said in, in, in midweek, 
the difference in quality after the top four, so from where we were downwards all the way down to the bottom, there is not much between teams. And for us, so therefore what I guess what I'm saying is, is we can't expect to roll up to teams like Wigan and just expect us to win based on pure quality because we don't have that. But what we have usually is a resilient group, a team that works hard, fights for each other, um, executes the tactics to perfection, even though they're boring. Um, and yesterday, there was none of that. It honestly looked yesterday like a team that... And when I say this, I'm not suggesting for one second this is true. I'm just sort of telling you my observations. That they're not that bothered. Um almost that we had nothing to play for or they're not playing for the manager that was how bad that performance was in my opinion um and i, I don't know what it is can it all be nerves i'm not sure because there was a lack of effort at times yesterday from from a group that normally give everything so look we'll, we'll get into the game so in terms of the the lineup um we um sorry to keep plugging this but joe and i talked about what lineup we would give in the week and Apart from we suggested bringing Shackleton in um, and there was a sort of debate on whether to bring Bart back in goal. But other than that, the lineup that was played was kind of exactly what we said, which was bringing Styles in. The only difference uh, was Styles was placed on the left-hand side uh, and Fleming uh, in the 10, um, which I said I would have switched it and I'd have put Fleming on the left, Styles in the 10, and I sort of gave my reasons as to why. Um, but he dropped bogey and... and in the style of play that we have, that is quite an attacking lineup for us, right? So he's gone with two more attacking white men in Star Wars and Burke. You know, they're not renowned for their kind of defensive duties um, in those sort of forward areas. Um, Fleming and Bradshaw, you know, if, unless you want to change your formation completely, that is as attacking as we'll get. My assumption is that Bennett's not fit yet because even in later on in the game when there were substitutions, then it wasn't there, uh, wasn't one of the first subs. So I can only assume he's not quite fit yet. But with the players that are available, unless you change formation, that's quite attacking for us. Um, obviously, a caveat for us. Um, so yeah, the Long kept his place in goal. The same back four, so Danny Mack kept his place, uh, as did Malone, um, Cooper, Hutch, Billy Mitchell, George Seville, and then, as I say, the front four styles Fleming. Burke and Bradshaw uh, for, for them um, I was asked in the week who are players to look out for and I referenced obviously Will Keane was an obvious one and I referenced Callum Lang who I have to say I thought was the best player on the pitch yesterday by a mile I thought Callum Lang was outstanding he was against us at the den when they when they got a point off us in Torre's first game um, and if we can do go down Callum Lang is exactly what we need in wide areas he was outstanding he's he's quick he's he's strong which is quite rare you know to sort of add that pace and the power but with end product you know he created both goals that they scored yesterday um so definitely someone for us to to look at if uh you know if if they uh they do end up going down and um, and that's the frustrating thing right that result probably doesn't change their season it just delays their relegation by a week whereas for us that result was everything that, that, for me, means we will not get in the playoffs now. Um, and it's not just based on that result, because if we'd have been in Birmingham, if we'd have been in Hull, if we'd have been in Huddersfield, 
but you can only take it game by game. And I genuinely now think that's it. It's done. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about what what would need to be true in order for us to to make the playoffs. Just to sort of, don't know, I'm, I'm clinging in. I but anyway, um, so that was the lineup. Um, and I have to say, and I, I tweeted this, and I don't often tweet during a game because um, I'm usually quite engrossed, and um, I now take notes to to do this, which is something I've never done before. Um, the first twenty minutes, we were horrendous absolutely horrendous we was I mean it didn't get much better but for the first 20 minutes and then subsequently the first 30 minutes we we were awful we just couldn't string a pass together every time we got the ball Cooper and Hutch would just launch it forward flat balls not even diagonals that Jack Watmore at the back was just cleaning up he also looked quite a good player as well by the way um it, it was just just an awful um first sort of 20 30 minutes and they they look much better than t- the better team and they, and they take the lead and they take the lead from our throw-in. We have a throw-in um, and we we just, again, it's just making stupid mistakes. Um, but we have, we have the throw-in. They uh, win the ball back. The ball's played down to Callum Lang coming down our left-hand side. Loads of time and space because Malone's out of position because he was the one taking the throw and further up the pitch. And Callum Lang, great. It's a good ball across the box. Really good ball. Whipped in into a dangerous area. Um, George Long parries it. Parries it into the path of Will Keane. And Will Keane uh, has a, has a basically a, an open goal, a tap-in from, from close range to make it 1-0 to them. Um, <laughs> George Long. Um, I've said, personally, for the last five, six, seven games with George Long that there hasn't, he hasn't conceded a goal that you could outright say 100% that is his fault. He's conceded goals that you look at and go, a keeper in the championship should be doing better with. However, I now don't think I can defend him anymore. Um, Again, that goal is not a He's not let one through his legs. He's not like... I, I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. Like, what I'm saying is, is it's not like a complete and utterly goalkeeping 100% mistake. However, yesterday I think was as close to it as you can get. Um, the ball comes in. It is whipped in, but some keepers will just catch it and take it. And therefore, um, there is no there is no second phase. So that's the first thing. The second thing is he pushes it because he pushes it. He pushes it into a very dangerous area. He should be pushing it basically anywhere else other than where he does. And then the third thing is, in fairness to him, he actually gets up pretty quick and he should save the shot from Will Keane. But he kind of dives over it. It's 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 weird. And, and again, that in isolation, you could say, oh, that's unlucky. You know, he's dived over it. But he does it time and time and time and time again. And look, I'm not, I don't want to create scapegoats and, and none of that. But I said this before, we need a goalkeeper in the summer. Because for whatever reason, the, all the time that Rowett's here, Bart's not going to play. Now, with Bart, I'm torn because I absolutely loved him. Player of the season for two years. Didn't do anything wrong to get dropped. However, will we get the same Bart that has not been in the team for a very long, long time? Or is there another reason why he's not playing? I don't know. 
Um, if you could promise me the Bart that was there before, and you you know he's got poor kicking and all this kind of thing, fine, we know what we're getting. Then a hundred percent, it should come straight back into the team. But I ju- I just don't know. Um, in all honesty, what the situation is with Bart, but nonetheless, I I I, I can't defend George Long anymore, and that was that was poor. Um, he's not the reason we lost yesterday. I just want to make that really really clear. But he has to be doing better in that situation, and they got what they deserved, which was a goal after you know in in the first sort of twenty or thirty minutes, we couldn't deal with Will Keane, Hutch Hutch had a I think Hutch had a stinker yesterday. Like, he could not deal with Will Keane. Will Keane was winning almost everything. Um, it was just poor. They wanted it more. And it it was just... The goal was just too easy. Um, and then they had another chance where Callum Lane could make it 2-0. He sort of just goes, just goes wide of the post. And then we, we score our equaliser. And you... It was the only bit of quality from us the whole game. And it was really a really good move. Uh, Styles, really nice sort of slide rule pass. Exactly what I want him in the team for. Bradshaw, again, ever the willing runner. It's played into an area just down the left-hand side of the penalty area. He cuts it back and it's a really smart finish from Saville. Um, and we're 1-1 and we don't deserve it. And at that point, you think, right, okay. We're back in the game somehow. It's a blessing in disguise again. Uh, you know, it's another chance for us. Now let's wake up and then let's get get into the second half and let's come out all guns blazing and all guns firing. That should have been the wake-up call that we needed, you know. It just showed you one moment of quality and there it is, right? Um, so we come out of the second half and if I'm honest, we could be within two minutes... Um, I've just seen here, I've just on my notes, they could have taken the lead again after two minutes of the second half. I think it was Will Keane, he, he narrowly misses the header and then McLean shoots over from close range and, and probably should have done better. So again, we've, we've come out, they're all over us, they're on top. Um, and this is a team, by the way, that haven't scored, until yesterday, coincidentally, haven't scored two goals since November. You know, this is a team that are not free-flowing, not scoring goals. And yes, they have to come at us. And yes, if they don't score more goals, they go down. But that's fine because that means the game's really stretched. It wasn't as though we were creating bundles of chances down the other end. You know, it honestly felt that only team one team wanted it. We weren't moving yesterday. No one was moving for the ball. Um, you know, it's almost like we didn't want the ball. Uh, it was. This is this is difficult to do. This one. <laughs> um, then. The game does get stretched. Um, yeah, the game gets stretched. They have they have a lot of pressure in the sort of early 60 minutes. A couple of balls in the box from Burke. Burke, I thought, did all right yesterday. I thought, again, he wasn't our worst player. He did, he did put some really good balls in the box at times. Um, in the first half and in the second half. Um, if you watched the game or you were there... I wasn't there. I watched it on on um, on Mural TV. Then you you will know that again. He was probably our most dangerous person going forwards because he had the beating of him, and he put a couple of good balls into the box. He also gave the ball away at times. Um, so I'm not sort of defending him there, but I just want to sort of this kind of stigma around Ollie Burke. In the last few weeks, he's been our best attacking player, and I I stand by that. Um, 
for, for me. But the game gets stretched anyway. Um, they make a triple sub on 67. Uh, and then we make a uh, what more an essay come on for Styles and Bradshaw. So my assumption there is that they can't, they, they must be carrying, well, Styles is probably not fit. He's lasted 70 minutes. Bradshaw must be carrying a knock. And I wouldn't be surprised. Look, he gets battered every single week. We play pump balls up to him. Um, he had like that sticky table down his neck. So I don't, I, I'm assuming he, he he didn't look quite fit yesterday. Uh, and I don't know if there's something in that. So, um, and then the fact that Bennett doesn't come on again, either that is, um, I'm assuming again, he's, he's not, he's not fit enough. And, and, and he brought sort of essay on instead. Um, And the game, the game does get a bit stretched, and it is a little bit of ding dong. But we never really created much, to be honest. And they then get the second goal. We're, we're attacking. Um, I can't recall exactly what phase it was in, but I know that Cooper was up, as was Hutch. So I'm assuming it was from a corner or a set piece. I can't quite recall. Um, it's bobbling around. SA puts it back into the box. They head it away. It's a bit lucky. It lands straight to their player. And then from then on in, um, we just get done. So Will Keane, back to goal. I think he's sort of in between the halfway line and the edge of his own area. Sort of turns around, plays a ball back sort of over his shoulder. Perfectly weighted. It was a superb ball from Will Keane, who I thought had a really good game. And again, someone we should look at next season if they do go down. Um, not Why would he want to come to us, though? But anyway... Um, into the path of Callum Lang. I actually thought, watching it, that Callum Lang, they were three on two, and he sort of divers a little bit. He carries on running with the ball, but you, you feel like he should probably release uh, someone else uh, earlier. He doesn't, and I keep I thought to myself, oh, he's cocked up here. He didn't, because what happened is he gets closer and closer to our box. He plays in Asgard, I think his name is, who was one of the subs, and cool as you like, bottom corner, it's one Jules Long can do nothing about it, and they're in the lead 2-1. Um, it's a break. We committed men forwards. But if you actually watch it back, I don't know what Hutch is doing. Because if you if you watch it back, Hutch does get back in time. But for whatever reason, and I guess, you, you know, there, there, there will be a reason in terms of you felt that you could narrow the, the angles down or you could close the shot in. Instead of going to Asgard, who's the free man who ends up taking the shot and scoring, he actually sort of goes back into the middle of the goal and sort of positions himself. If he'd have gone to the man, he couldn't have played that pass or it would have been difficult to play that pass and he might not have scored. We're talking about decisions that I'm not blaming Hutch for the goal in any way, shape or form, just to be really, really clear. But I'm just... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Saying he had got back and if he would had have gone to the man instead of sort of marking the area, the goal could have been prevented. At the end of the day, I'm clutching because the whole team deserved to lose yesterday. Um, for me, the only one the only one that comes out of real credit is Savile, again. Um, and that is why, for me, he is clear as player of the season. Absolutely clear. Um, he's our leader. He's... To take the goal out of it, he was still our best player by a mile. I thought Styles looked okay in glimpses. Um, actually, I'm going on to player ratings and stuff now. I won't. I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit. I'll wait a little bit. Um, so they, they go 2-1 they go up. Um, and then... After that, they've done really create anything. And again, lots of stoppages. Uh, how, again, the referee only got five minutes, given the amount of stoppages, given the amount of subs that were made, given the amount of... Obviously, Fletcher went down with probably like a dislocated shoulder or whatever. Um, and now we've only got five minutes. I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't matter because we still wouldn't have bloody scored. So it was just... And we end up losing the game. And it's, it's it was just shambolic, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And I'm not going to comment on some of the sort of ding-dong between the fans and some of the players after the game because I wasn't there. I don't know what... I don't know. So I'm not going to sit here and comment because I don't know what happened. Um, but whilst I don't agree with a booing... I never agree with booing, to be honest, because I don't actually think it achieves anything. Um, and I certainly didn't agree with it against Birmingham. But yesterday... I don't blame the fans for it. Like, to put in a performance like that, as toothless as that, against a team that are shocking, let's be honest, Wigan, they're not that good. They played out of their skin yesterday, I have to say, and I commend them on the performance yesterday. The manager clearly got them right up for it, um, which I'll talk about in a moment. And they've got three or four players that I thought were very tidy. So I've already talked about Callum Lang and Will Keane. Jack Watmore at the back, and I've also always rated Max Power. I think he's he, he gives his all. He takes all their free kicks, good deliveries into the box, throw-ins, everything. I think he's a half-decent player as well. But the point is, they won yesterday, not on quality, they won yesterday on on effort, design, and design. they just wanted it more. It honestly felt like only team, one team had something to play for. Um, and it's just, just not good enough. And I, as I said, I genuinely think that's their playoff hopes gone. You possibly if we win both next games um, and results go our way, but I, I don't even care about other results. Like we need to, this was well in our hands, and it's our best chance for a long time, and I think it will be our best chance for another long time. Um, and I'll come on to that again in a moment as well. Um, but it, it's just so poor, and the players need to have a hard look at themselves in terms of. So where does the blame lie? Um. And I've seen all sorts on social media and Twitter in some of the WhatsApp circles I'm in. Some blame blaming Rowit, some blaming the players, some being a combo. And to be honest, it probably is a bit of a combination, right? I think the what I would say is Rowit and the players have built up enough credit in the bank over the course of the season to get us to fifth in the first place. Right, that's one thing we need to just have that in our minds. You know, this group of players are not that good, and I honestly think that 
row it and the players have done wonders to get here because I, 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 I've said it time and time again and I keep repeating it. We are a mid-table team on paper at best in this league. And if you think we've got players that should be in the top six, I'm sorry, you, you're absolutely smoking because we don't. Um, we've got one or two, yes, maybe two, maybe three or four, but we've got other players that won't get anywhere near. I'll ask the question, I'll answer, I'll answer this, this question. How many of our starting 11 would honestly get into Middlesbrough's team? Really? Like, and based on recent performances, because the first obvious answer is Ian Fleming, but I thought Fleming again yesterday was awful. Um, just my opinion. Um, so, in terms of so in terms of where, where the blame lies, I still stand by the recruitment because at times like this, when we're in a rut, we're not playing well. You need better change it up. But if we don't have another striker or any other sort of options in the forward areas, you can't. So I think part of that is definitely on that. The second part is you could tell that those Wigan players were giving everything for the shirt and and for their manager yesterday. And that obviously comes down from Maloney. I don't know what the team talk was about with Rowett. Wasn't there. Would have loved to have been a fly on the wall before, during and Jesus Christ after. Um, but ultimately, bottom line is the manager, the responsibility is to get the players to perform, right? And whether it was the tactics, uh, whether it was um, the team talk, whatever, he obviously didn't do that part of his job and he has to take responsibility for that, right? Um, but for me, the players yesterday have to have a big look at themselves. You shouldn't need a team talk to get off of games like that. I'm sorry, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't need some big motivational speech at all in any way, shape or form. And I honestly do not think, and I, I could be wrong, you know, and that's fine, I might be, I don't think Rowett put us out there to play like we did yesterday. Honestly, I don't. Um, yes, he is cautious. Yes, he is defensive. But I'm sorry, there is no way he put us out there, especially after his comments in the, the, the Tuesday game, to do exactly the same thing and just to pump flat long balls constantly and play with no composure and to not be able to pass the ball five yards and to not put to press. They pressed everything. I didn't see our pressing game yesterday. Is it tiredness? Is it nerves? I don't know what it is. But ultimately, I'm saying personally, I think the players need to take the majority of the blame for yesterday. And would love to hear your opinions. Again, this is just mine, right? And I'm trying to, as I said, it would be very easy to come on here and F and blind and shout and swear. And But, you know, that's not really my style. And I like to sort of think things through and be a bit more methodical about it. And hopefully that's why you listen. <laughs> but... I, I I think the players need to look at themselves yesterday. And going back to what needs to be true to get in the playoffs, ultimately we need to win the next two games. I just can't see it. I can't see us winning another game all season. So I just don't see it. We hadn't lost back-to-back games since August before that. And we've now lost against Birmingham at home and then Wigan away. Coincidentally, Wigan are a bogey team um, and we've not won there in nine years. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you take all that aside... We were awful. Um, right, quick player review, and then I'll sort of talk a little bit about um, the sort of rebuild that I think that's, that's, that's needed. 
Um, why am I going to Blackpool? Seriously, why am I going to Blackpool? Let's just hope that we get a draw between Sunderland and West Brom today because that's the only result that suits us at the minute. We were very lucky last night at Blackburn and Preston. But as I said, it's, we shouldn't even be looking at it. And if West Brom do get in the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to be the team that will, will overtake us, they haven't worked for it. We've given it to them. We've absolutely given it to them. Uh, yeah, I can't even. Wigan's form going into yesterday, by the way, they won 3 and 22. Absolute shocking. Anyway, um, am I going to do player ratings? I don't, I don't even think. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm just going to talk about a few specific individuals. Um, long I've already talked about. I'm sorry, but we need to we need to have a think there. Um, from a back four perspective, the one I'm going to single out is Hutch. Sorry, but I thought he was poor yesterday. And all I'm saying, and and. This is why I wish I did more than one take. Um, when I say this, I am not scapegoating Hutch, all right? I'm just pointing out a trend. And the trend is, since he's come back in the team and Cresswell's gone out, our form has dropped. And I'm not saying that's all down to Hutch. Of course it isn't. But I, what I can say, my observation is he's not the same player that he was before he got injured. And I don't know if age is catching up with him. But I think I honestly think we missed Charlie Cresswell. And I, I said that about five, six weeks ago when the, when the, when the change did happen. But our form's been, been poor and I thought Hutch yesterday was poor. Um, and I think in the summer, we need another centre-back. Um, on top of Alex Mitchell coming back, who could be a, a you know... But I think Coops is good enough um, and he's built enough credit over the season. But Hutch, I'm not so sure. Um, I'm not so sure he's a leader either. Like, for me, our captain should be Savile. I, I I don't I don't know what goes on in the dressing room. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But for me, Savile is more of a leader and a captain than Hutch. And I, I but this just sounds like I'm digging him out. I'm not. Hutch has been an outstanding player for us over the, over the years, and I think he's um, defensively. Um, he is. He is usually pretty astute. His distribution has never been great, in fairness. Um, but yeah, this is definitely turning into a waffle, but I'm sure you can appreciate this is not an easy one for me to do. <laughs> Excuse me. And it is, uh, as I say, it is, a, um, it is after a, a difficult result. <laughs> um, right. Carrying on with some of the players. Um, I even thought Billy Mitchell yesterday wasn't himself. He usually sort of buzzes around and I just felt what he did a lot of the time yesterday was sort of just constantly recycle the ball. Um, I don't think he was his normal self. Um, again, I don't know what his nerves or whether it's just a reflection on the whole team. Um, Styles was good when he was in the game, but I don't think he was in the game enough for me. Um, and I thought he was quite isolated and that's why I wanted him in the 10 because I honestly felt he could do more danger than Deanne's done in the 10 in, in in recent weeks based on recent performances um, off the ball I think he's still a bit too lethargic um, I actually think Burke is better off the ball than Styles actually um, and, and but but Styles comes out with a little bit of credit because he's just coming back into the team and he sort of was a big part in the goal um, obviously Bradshaw did really well for that as well and then, I, as I said, I thought Burke was our most dangerous player going forward. He did give the ball away a couple of times, but he also 
put the ball into dangerous areas that if we had anyone capitalising, there was a good ball in the first half with him and Danny Mack combining well and it was, a, it, was, it was a good ball. I honestly think, based on fitness and current availability, Burke is our best wide player. So, um, yeah. And then Zian Fleming, uh, I mean, I've said this a few times in the last few weeks, he's just not doing enough. He's not offering enough at the moment and he is our big player and in games like yesterday and in games like Birmingham he has to turn up and do more I'm sorry like Zian Fleming gets a lot of love because of who he is and and you know what he's done in his first season and absolutely and he, he deserves a lot of credit in the bank for that but based on recent performances he's been poor and I honestly think if he wasn't Zian Fleming he should be dropped um, I thought he was was really poor yesterday if you, if you think Burke gave the ball away a lot yesterday, watch watch the amount of times that Fleming did. Um, so yeah, uh, I, look, Savile was our man in the match. I had to pick one again, but let's be honest, there wasn't really anyone that played particularly well in terms of the rebuild in the summer. So this is my this is my problem, and I'm going to shut up in a couple of minutes because I've already gone over thirty minutes again. Um, my my problem is is that when you look at the league next year is going to be stronger than last year, right? The teams that are coming down, in my opinion, are going to be better than the likes of Watford um, and Norwich. Like, they've been very hit and miss this season. So the teams that are coming down are going to be better than the teams that came down last year. And other than Burnley, probably better than the teams that are going up. The teams that are coming up from League One will definitely be better than um, the teams that came up last year. I think... The likes of the likes of Ipswich look like a. I mean, we played them. They played us off the park in August. Um, Sheffield Wednesday is never an easy game. Um, so, the league is going to be, from a overall perspective, is going to be tougher. You then add into the fact that there are teams that, and Middlesbrough are a perfect example of this. Uh, West Brom are a perfect example that change their manager Swansea. Um, that have changed their manager almost too late and found their rhythm too late. But if they continue that momentum into next season, which is there's no reason why they wouldn't, they'll be better next year than they were this year. So you've got that. Um, Then you add in the recruitment I think we need to do. And I think next season could be a struggle. And this is why this season was our chance. It really, really was. The league is so average. You're going to need the lowest playoff points total because of the points distribution across the whole league uh, for, for a while, in my view. And we're not that good. And yet we're still, we're, well, we're currently still sick somehow. I don't know how, but we won't be for much longer. So the point I'm trying to make is this was the season. Um, and we've not, we've not taken it. And for overall, I blame the recruitment, and I've said that. Um, but obviously, based on the last couple of games, I blame the the, the the various different reasons. Anyway, so in terms of the thing that the, the overall we need, I think we need a new goalkeeper. I think we need a new left back. I think we need a right back to challenge Danny Mac. Um, my assumption is Shackleton won't be here. Um, we need another centre half, at least. I think central midfield, if we if we got Billy Mitchell and Savile and we keep Leonard, um, and I would do my utmost to sign Styles and it gives us another option there, I think we're okay. 
Um, Burke will go back. I think we need another wide man at least. And then we need at least two strikers. So you're talking there like six, seven, eight players. And I don't think we'll sign six, seven, eight players. And if we do, you've then got to embed them, which that takes time. Um, So I guess what I'm saying is I think there's a bit of a rebuilding process that needs to be done in the summer. And I'm not, I'm not, by the way, I'm not just saying this because of yesterday, that regardless of what division we end up in and what position we end up finishing, that will need to happen regardless. So this is not like a knee-jerk, oh my God, we need to rebuild. That's not the case. We've always needed to do that. And I'm sure, and I hope the recruitment department know that as well. Um, and I think what I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up now is because this was our best chance for me to get in the playoffs for a long, long time. And I hate to use this phrase, but we bottled it. So there you go. Um, look, the uh, this has not been an easy one to do. I know I keep saying it, but um, so hopefully you, you've stuck with me and uh, you, you, you've listened to it. I, I probably haven't got it all right. Um, I wasn't there yesterday, so there's certain things I probably didn't see. I watched it on the telly. Uh, I will be going to Blackpool. Um Hopefully there's still something to play for. And who knows, you know, stranger things have happened. We can go there, win, get three points and it all goes to the last game of the season, which is what we all want because that's a sellout. So look, I'll be honest, it's ruined my weekend. I feel sorry for the misses. <laughs> but I hope you've uh, managed to enjoy as what you can of the weekend. I just want to say a massive shout out to all of the fans that did make it up there yesterday because that was dross. Uh, you deserve so much more and you were very loud on the telly so well done to each and every single one of you and um yeah thanks for listening guys and um i will hopefully see some of you at blackpool bye for now away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.